Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials, go there. Join the Militia live on X Spaces probably today at some point, maybe. The Orange with the fourth win in a row. The 20th win of the season for the Orange. And after Notre Dame beat Clemson and Virginia Tech beat Wake Forest, that put Syracuse in fourth place in the ACC standings for right now. And we'll see what happens on Tuesday. But um, pretty exciting jump. I don't know what that means for ACC tournament hopes as a whole. It doesn't seem like it would bode well. But I guess who cares? If Syracuse is in fourth, I mean, that's my priority. So, I mean... Right, I'm not that worried about it. But anyway, I uh, got a little montage we'll put together, and um, we'll talk about the game a little bit. And Syracuse is going into Clemson on uh, Tuesday at seven o'clock, and Clemson just yeah. lost against some scrubs. So that sucks. That's always that always worries me. So anyway, and it's senior night there. And all that. I don't know how many they got, but I guess Joe Girard's going to walk. So, um, anyway, yeah. this is the well, last year. This is the last COVID year, correct? Or is there still one more year of this COVID year stuff? I'm sure that there's probably one more. Who knows? <laughs> Are you sure? I feel like this should be. No, it. I don't, I'm not. I just don't oh, okay. know if it's ever going to be over. It'll probably go right <clears throat> into the next. Disease X shutdown. Yeah, well, but. I mean, okay. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens, <laughs> I guess. I, I wanted to be very sure about what I was saying, and then I, I, I walked it back because if my math is right, it's been four years, but I don't know when they implemented that rule. So, yeah, right? I can mean, you believe well, it's you been four remember. years, dude? I've, 2020. Four years ago, yeah, four years ago was when they shut it they down. They shut it right? down, and yeah. then that season, right? But yeah, um, so but it yeah, should be the technically next- this should be the la- last year, or is it next year? I don't know. Like it, we'll probably never know. We'll probably never know. I don't. Um, so, all right. Well, look, quick montage from Coach after the win. Let's hear what he had to say. But I thought. Uh, you know, today, again, I was uh, happy with our both ends of the floor, offensively and defensively. You know, when you have 
on to six guys with double figures. Um, you know, that means the ball was being moved around and shared. So offensively, I was I was pleased with that. I thought uh, defensively, you know, playing the zone, which we haven't done a lot this year, we did a better job. I know we played them zone the first time. I thought this time around we did a better job of uh, locating their shooters, um, making them making them take some tough shots. Um, and again, and we battled on the glass. I know the first time they out-rebounded us by 20. I thought we did a really good job of uh, hanging in there and battling on the glass. Uh, in particular, you know, I thought this was Chris Bell's best game in the uniform. He made some huge plays, seven rebounds, uh, three blocks. He made some big-time blocks. I was, uh, I was really happy for him uh, because that's what we've been talking about. You know, we need him to get in there and rebound, and tonight he did that. Uh, Justin Taylor continually just progression, getting better and better, getting back to his old self. I was happy that he was able to come in and provide a spark for us and, and really uh, make some big, big free throws when we needed it. You know, um, I just thought he was really good. Um, Judah Mintz uh, just stepped up when we needed him to step up like he's done all year. You know, I just, you know, he's a, he's a guy that just kind of, you know, he's there. You know, he's one of the most consistent players in our league in college basketball, you know, a guy that you could depend on uh, every game. You know, I thought J.J. came back and gave us some big minutes um, late in the game. You know, a couple of, uh, had a good, really couple of good defense possessions. And, uh, you know, Leak, Warrior, Warrior, just a Warrior. So I was proud of these guys, obviously. Um, you know, I think we could have, you know, we could have folded down the end and we didn't. Um, I think our last couple of games have prepared us for this. And I know everyone talks about you get these leads, you use, you lose these leads, but that happens. You know that happens in college basketball. I think you you know you got to learn how to win. And I think we're learning how to win these games, and we have won these games. Uh, Adrian, it was about a month ago. Was the game down at Lake Forest? We all know what happened there, right? But since then, six wins in eight games, despite losing Benny, despite not having Peter for five of them. Can you just talk about what this team has gone through and, and how they've gotten to the point? Where you're at right now, 20 wins. You know, I think these guys are, you know, a close bunch. I think they, uh, they're a competitive group. They want to win. Um, I think they just have stayed together. Um, I give them, you know, the credit. They have not let anything um, come between them. You know, we've had some loss, some losses um, that sometimes that you know teams don't get back from those. You know, but this group is resilient. They're tough. They believe in each other, they have the ultimate confidence, and we have confidence in the staff as well. But I think the biggest thing is that they just stayed the course and kept you know, rolling up their sleeves, coming in, and working every day. All right. Um, Chris Bell. Okay, he scores 23 points, and he only, he only, only nine of them come from behind the arc, which is amazing, right? Um, yeah, tre- tremendous job for him. Haven't haven't seen that um, a high seven rebounds for him, and um, enough can't be said about that. And you know, Quadier was amazing in his eleven minutes that he, he was out there. Um, <laughs> but it only took eleven minutes for him to follow out. I mean, some ticky tack stuff there. Um, you know, I. It is what it is. I would have loved to had him out there a little bit longer. Seemed like Syracuse was was in foul trouble kind of early. Starling got hit early with a couple and um, well, a few guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Judah with the T. I don't think Judah knew who was grabbing the ball. By the way, he wasn't even looking. Um, he just felt someone grabbing the ball and he he jerked it away. But right. um, 
heat of the moment thing, but okay, whatever. Uh, but to to coach's point, Justin Taylor, like he was very Malik esque out there after the ball, like very uh, poking the ball away. There was a couple he poked away that we didn't get, but forced a couple turnovers back to back. And um, you know he did hit some clutch free throws down the stretch after he after he missed two in a row at the line previously. So he was like one for four at one point. Yeah, so it was bad, but he, you know he he closed out well and um, did everything that he needed to do to help this team eventually pull the win off. And twenty five for thirty nine from the line. They shot thirty nine free throws last night. Twenty five for thirty nine is not good. Like they could have put this team away. So much easier if you eliminate the cute stuff and the dumb turnovers, which 14's a lot, I feel like, for Syracuse, especially against this team. And thank God Louisville can't hit uh, the broadside of a barn because at one point they just couldn't make anything. Um, there was yeah. there were some offensive runs for both teams but um, and some droughts. But uh, I think, you know, all in all, Syracuse hits more of those free throws and, and this game's put away long before – it was, but you know, I'm really happy with, with Justin Taylor. He's responded very well to the criticism and, you know, we've, we've criticized his play here and obviously fan feedback has been chock full of it. And, you know, coach went on his rant, uh, post game presser, uh, a few games back and, you know, I guess for a player to know that the coach has got your back like that. I mean, it just is more motivation and, Justin Taylor is if he works as hard as coach says he does then I mean we're seeing it. I mean he did a he did an awesome job last night. Besides missing some of those free throws, um he did an awesome job. 5 rebounds, some a couple clutch rebounds, some steals. Both those steals uh led they were like back to back if I remember right. Yeah. Both led to dunks. Um yep. Really good. I mean, I was really happy. That's that's where I mean, if I'm going to take one thing from this game, it was it was Justin Taylor. I thought he was great. Yeah, and I think that, again, we talked about it last episode, and Coach Red has talked about it as well, about getting him and getting his confidence back up by doing different things. I think a lot of people just saw him as a, you know, a big, like, good outside shooter. So it was like that's all, you know, we, we spoke about it this year. You know, if Justin Taylor, he's not hitting from the outside because that's what they bring him in for, then we got to get him out of there, right, get Quidier in there. But uh, he's finding different ways to help the team. And and to me, to your point, um, I mean, it looks according to ESPN, he played 40 minutes. I thought that he sat for at least one or two, but maybe he went right back in after something. Have I don't know, but um, but yeah, I mean, um, he hits. You know, he goes eight of eleven. You know, nine of eleven from the free throw line. Then you're talking about, I mean, pretty much a solid game from him. It's just you know, the free throw shooting's got to get a little bit better. I think, like you said, 25 to 39. But overall, just. You know, everybody scored. Everybody that started scored in double digits. Um, and like to your point, if you would have told me Chris Bell um, would have had twenty three points, then I would have assumed that he would have made six or seven three pointers. Right. But yeah, you know, exactly. he, he made three. He was only made three of five. And, and I mean, kudos to those guys. I mean, we only shot eight three pointers, made five of them. So he still shot a sixty two and a half uh, percent rate. But obviously, we had some matchup situations that we thought we could go to the rim and we were getting the calls obviously going to the free throw line 39 times so um that all bodes pretty well for for the offense you know moving forward still shot almost 58 percent from twos 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just we gave up, I think. I think we gave up a couple easy baskets <laughs> down low, obviously. Um, we still lost a rebound battle, and I think that playing man a little early allowed them to to kind of stay with us uh, when we finally went to, to – to the two three zone other than just when we turned the ball over or we gave up a wide open three i mean it was pretty much pretty good for the most part louisville's not a great three-point shooting team no they're not a great shooting team right so, <laughs> yeah but they were think, they were hucking them up dude they were trying and you know 19 yeah. yeah thankfully uh 21 and i mean i'll take it like i said this is a whole different ball game in, in in every respect. If Syracuse, um, or excuse me, if Louisville could make a shot, I mean, yeah. thankfully it was Louisville, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, we what was the lead up to like nineteen at one point, and you know, just through was it? Yes, it was. Oh, thought it was like fifteen. No, it got up to nineteen. I'm almost positive. Um, because I always look for that 20 mark. That's where I can sit down and chill. Yeah, yeah, it was 19. But um, with that said, another game, and Coach alluded to, you know, it's going to happen. It's a game of runs. Basketball is a game of runs. It's a game of momentum. And, you know, it's it's how you finish. And like we've said all year, Syracuse wasn't pulling these games off last year when they were this, when they were, you know, this tight towards the end, especially after leading – and you know we could go back talk about Pitt twice and um, our was it Miami twice and Pitt once I don't know but there was a bit, there was a few of them um, that were really bad and we were way ahead so anyways um, really really happy with this team the way this team finishes they've been able to do it all year you know when they've lost they've lost big time you know um, <laughs> go big or go home I guess but you know twenty win season. We are on the cusp of, of being able to get a two-round bye for this uh, ACC tournament. And even, you know, we have one game left in, in Clemson. Clemson's still got to play Wake Forest, too. Yeah. So, you know, even if they beat us, they go, if they can't beat Wake Forest, then we're, we're likely going to finish fourth. Um, they kind of control most of that. We control it on Tuesday 100%. But they control that. You know, we are not going to drop past Pitt. So that's that. We're no, going to either finish yeah, fifth no, or fourth. No, I think we can still finish sixth. I don't think we can. Let's take because... a look. Let's take a look real quick. Um, you've got Syracuse got one game left. Yeah. And Pitt, how many games does Pitt have left? We need to know that. Um, two. Two. Okay. So um, if Syracuse loses. Yeah, I mean, if Pitt wins out, they would, they could. You're right. Yep. Who are they playing? Well, yeah, I mean, not only that, but, um, you know, Clemson still has, Pittsburgh's got Florida State and North Carolina State at home. So they could very well. Yeah, that's possible. It's possible. So if we lose, then we could fall still back as well. Well, if, fifth, if, you're, if you're seventh, if you're fifth, well, I guess you want to be in sixth, huh? To get a first round by. I mean, I guess I guess it makes sense that Clemson and Wake Forest, neither of those guys can. Neither of those teams, they can't go twelve and eight. One of them can, one other. of them can't. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, we just got to win, control our own destiny. If we win, then we can get the tiebreaker from. Well, we wouldn't need to worry about the tiebreaker from Clemson, and we'd have the tiebreaker from Pittsburgh. And the only thing we'd have to worry about is if Wake Forest uh, sweeps and they go twelve and eight, then they would pass us to fourth, and we'd be fifth because they have the uh, they have the tiebreaker. So. Right. So, anyways, um, let's head over to Twitter, shall we? I think so. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Dominic, our buddy Dom, going over to Twitter. This is a fun but sometimes frustrating team to watch. That being said, 20 and 10, I'll take that anytime. Absolutely. Uh, too scared to think. Says at EJ62564. And I love this one, Joe, because uh, we're, you know, this always. This always creates some decent conversation. And, you know, um, we've been talking about it a lot lately. From at David Super. Nice win, however. If I know anything about the net, we'll probably drop 35 to 40 spots. Maybe another five on Monday morning or another five on Tuesday morning. Uh, when When we take the court at Clemson on Tuesday, we'll be around 130. So that's a big game and must win, baby. Let's go. Um, look, he's not wrong because we dropped two spots and, uh, in the net last night because we didn't beat him enough. We didn't, we didn't whoop on him enough. Therefore, you dropped two spots. Even though it's a conference game at home, or at, uh, a conference game on the road for, for Syracuse, and they win, they just didn't win by enough. Therefore, you dropped two spots in the net. From from eighty second to eighty uh, fourth, right? So, uh, I don't think you should ever drop in the net if you win on the road in conference play. I just I just think that's dumb, and I know Louisville's not a great team, but I still think that that's stupid. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think so too. Because again, I mean, the basketball, it's just. Some days you're just not hitting, right? And it's also just like you said, a game of runs. It's a game of an emotion of emotions. You know, sometimes, you know, especially early on in the season when you're trying to figure things out, you know, um, you can get into a game where you just feel overmatched. You, you're never really getting in the groove. You're not playing well, like, and then you get in your feelings about it, and the team just blows you out. But, I mean, you know, when you look at, you know, the, even Virginia earlier this year, but when we went to the Maui Invitational, Gonzaga in, in Tennessee, they were just, they were more experienced and, and just at a higher level at that point to, which Tennessee is still in a higher level, but um, to go in there and blow us out, you know, uh, I mean, just the net ranking to me, I don't know if you, you stayed up and watched the uh, the ACC Network uh, little you know, post game special or whatever. Yeah, last no, night, the nothing but net or whatever. You had Payheim in there with Boozer and you know all those guys, um, and a lot of those guys were talking about how you know they just Syracuse passes the eye test. They're playing good as of late. They're not the same team you know uh, that they were earlier in the year. And you know I forget exactly who brought it up, but they they talked about how the net kind of goes again because as you get farther into the season, it's harder to move up and it doesn't really put into effect or account teams getting better with, uh, you know, and we spoke about this last, uh, last week too. Like 
with all the transfers and all the movement and basically the college free agency, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you can maybe not – you'd struggle early in the year. And when I say struggle, I mean, what, what, what we lost three games in the first, what, 15 or something like that or because they were against good teams, you know? Um, so we could say that we got beat pretty good by, you know, some of those teams. But we also – I mean, we went in – we beat, you know, Georgetown at Georgetown by 12. We beat LSU by 23. We beat Oregon in a neutral court by, you know, what, 17 or something like that. So um, we still did some good things. And we only lost two games. Um, and we didn't pad our non-conference. You know, we only had four quad four uh, wins. You know, played against decent teams like Cornell and Colgate, who are right there in the chance to, to win their conference. Colgate's been dominating their conference. So it's like... You have an 80, what, 82nd strength of schedule non-conference, and you do what you do. And then on top of that, you're fourth right now in your conference. So, I mean, I just don't understand how this whole thing works. Because we didn't play a bad non-conference. We didn't have a bad, what, what were we, 9-2 non-conference. That's not awful. Um, and well, we're 11-8 and eight currently in the conference, which is, I mean, we're fourth, the fourth best in the ACC as far as our schedule is concerned. So we, I just don't understand. We, we, we started so far back. I mean, we talked about it, but we started so far back. It's just so difficult to climb your way, and that's based off predictions. You know, I mean, Ken Palm yeah. had us winning, what, nine games? And, I mean, here we are at 20. I mean, you know, it's just... Well, and that's why we're not past the NC yeah. State in the, in the Pittsburgh, right? Because they started ahead of us, right? right. Yeah, and we beat Pitt so twice. Just, it makes no sense to even be we behind beat NC Pittsburgh. State twice. Yeah, so I mean, <sighs> he could, we could we could do the show over again, but I feel like if you didn't <laughs> if if you didn't listen, uh, and the and the gentlemen are in their spaces right now, but if, uh, if you didn't listen to uh, the show, um, what Wednesday? Uh, the last show yep. we did um, about the net. I mean, it really is. Exp- Nadal and and uh, Luke both did a great job explaining it. And um, you know, I just we, you know we're going to disagree with the way it's done and the way it starts. And I think Joe's probably got the 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 better idea and not not placing anybody anywhere in the net until after non conference is done. I mean, doesn't that at least give you a better gauge of actual of what the team actually is? And like, you know, you think instead so, of right? just guessing before a ball's thrown in the air. I mean, you know, before any kind of tip off is done, you right. you've slated this thing based off of what? Based right. off of your favorites. I mean, you know, what I'm That's saying the like, way that I look at it, right? Like, I would the way that I would try to do it is, yeah, you can have your preseason ranking, right? Sure, you, you could have. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you can have as the NCA, you could think you know what it is, right? But let it play out in the non-conference, then reseed based upon what you see, right? And then start the net there with the conference play. Because, like, that's where the non-conference just used this whole thing, you know? And just looking, I told, I mean, we talked about the Big 12. That's one thing, right? But even looking at, I mean, you know, a New Mexico team, um, you know, they're 28th in the net in the, in, in the Mountain West. And, yeah, the Mountain West is a little bit better. They're 20-8 and eight overall, okay? But I mean, they're two and five with quad one wins, and they are eight and one in quad four. And the, but they're in the last four in. And I'm sitting here looking at it like they have double the quad four wins than we do. Plus, they have a quad four loss. So to me, right there, I mean, I'm sorry, but that puts us above them. 
they had a, a way easier like way of getting to 20 wins. Uh, the other thing too is is it doesn't give you any type of doesn't give you any there's no reward for going out and playing tough teams anymore. You mean non-conference? Yeah, non-conference. Well, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, don't even try to go to the Maui Invitation. Oh yeah, it's cool. We have a preseason tournament. Hey, Kids you get, to, get go to, to go to Hawaii. To Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great, right? It's, but what could go wrong? Oh, well, you could get killed you by get, two good teams. In, yeah, all right. Yeah. And then on top of that, now that forces you to play Chaminade, which is not a Division One team. Which means when you look at the net rankings, we still have one less loss than everyone else. And you also got to understand that we're we're down a game. Because we went to that tournament. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning, it looked great. In the beginning of the season, it was like, oh, it gives us a chance to get a good win. But if you didn't get a good win, I mean, it, it, we had to win well, one of those first two games. And we, now I think that it did actually more harm than it did good for us. I'm, I mean, looking back on it, but we talked. We're like, look, okay, you've, you've got a good chance to, to – um, well, you've got a chance to play a good team, and that's not going to hurt. And, you know, you, maybe maybe you pull one of these off. And, you know, you see where we're at, but it's not going to hurt. But, yeah, you play Chaminade and now you're um, you're down a game, like you said. And I mean, I never even really thought about it like that. I mean, I knew that it didn't count into this. But, yeah, I mean, that's probably another that's probably another negative against Syracuse. So just they just don't have um, that other game and what in a whole lot we could have done really. I mean, you have to beat Tennessee or Gonzaga to not have to play them. You know what I mean? It's like we were right. we were put in a bad spot in that tournament. I mean, it looked great on paper going there and being able to play some tough teams and pad that non-conference schedule and make it look like, um, you know, we're not scheduling a bunch of cupcakes. But at the end of the day, like you said, you know, in hindsight, I mean, I didn't, I didn't stayed in Syracuse. Right. Well, I mean, because I mean, at that point, right early in the season, you're thinking to yourself like, "Oh, it's not going to hurt us to two tournament teams, right?" So that's going to help our non-conference strength schedule, and that could help us get into the tournament later on. When, mm-hmm. when, when, obviously, scheduling that didn't help in the net rankings whatsoever. Because, like I said, we're down one less, we're down one less game, and you know, this really doesn't help with the non-conference. You know, and I think the the other thing that really, that really kind of when I was thinking about it yesterday, and then when I saw this net ranking thing today, I'm like, is this, I mean, to me, this net ranking thing is more, <laughs> it's more, it more goes, goes toward like, like a gambling mentality, like a gambler's mentality almost, right? Because when you start talking about, like when you gamble on a team, right? And you got Syracuse is, you know, I'm sure they were favored in that game. Let's say they were favored to win by 10 points. You pick Syracuse. They only win by seven. Yeah. Or five six. or six, right? As a gambler, you're going to be upset. But as a Syracuse fan or a, a fan of of, of you if, of another school that you want to see Syracuse win because it might help you, you don't care if they win by half a point, like you said, right? Yeah, who cares? As long as you get the W. So now you're talking about this. So we have a metric and a tool where basically it counts as – what like how, how do you go about this? this is essentially some type of metric that tells you how much you're supposed to win your game by and if you don't then then you're, you're penalized not move for anywhere. It. yeah this isn't vegas like you play the game but it is you win you just you just hit the nail on the head like subconsciously it is though 
You're right. It basically is Vegas. So right. uh, everything's everything's Vegas treated. without lines. Yeah. You don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean to pull off a win on the road, I don't I don't give a shit by how much. Like obviously Dude, in fin- conference on the road? That I mean that should in, I mean, okay, maybe maybe a scrub team in non conference. You know, early in the season, maybe you you drop two, but a conference game on the road. I mean, just just because there was twenty people there, that does that's not our fault. We shouldn't be penalized because nobody showed up to their game because they stink. You know, I mean, it's a lot of things in in there that was explained to us by by our our um our net our net nerds last the other day that I think um you know brought a lot of things out that just don't make sense you know i never even thought about some of that stuff about you know wind discrepancy and all, all of that stuff it just is it's too bad and but you know it's 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 not to say but here's here's the thing here was here was the thing within that and i'm done i'm done we need to move on we got other stuff to do <laughs> The thing with the net was and how it was advertised to us to an extent was that this was going to be a gauge where we were going to be able to look at this and determine what the field should look like. And it's not. So why, what is it for? Is it just for fun or is it Vegas? Like you said, Joe. Which is one in the seems. same. Which is one in the same. But I'm just saying, like, why do we use it? Then, if it's not going to give us a legit picture of what the field of 68 looks like, then why are we even talking about it? I can't wait to see when this is done, where everybody ends in the ends up in the net, and who does not make it in, and who does make it in. Because you're going to have teams outside of 70, 80 that are going to make it in, and... There's going to be teams up there in the like you New Mexico in the 20s, 28. You know who who should not make it in. I mean, based off of that resume and looking at that, they should not make it in. Okay, I mean, I don't know who they, they played, but they played nine well, quad four well, games. The problem is the Mountain West kind of did the same thing the Big 12 did. I don't think too as I don't think as egregious, but the Mountain West are talking about getting more teams in than the ACC. So because again, they had good non conferences, they had good net rankings, so they beat up on each other. They yeah. had more opportunities to get quad one wins, and yeah. Uh, at Oil Cuse, dude, if we lost lost this game, I was gonna break a lot of shit around the house. Also, mince is good. Yes, break a lot of stuff around the house. Um, just don't touch the the bourbon bottles, and you'll be good. Um, let's see. Let's just keep going down the down the line here. Uh, da 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 da. At what the hell is this? Normal list where? Normal is where? A win is a win, but but we'll need a lot better to beat Clemson, and we'll need to beat Clemson for any real shot at the tournament. I think I think that this like I was telling my wife last night. She's like, "Why do they play these scrub teams like this?" And I'm like, "It's just how they do it. It's just how they do it." I mean. You know, they, they might go shock everybody and go beat Clemson. I mean, they, they play down to their competition, but they've been playing up to their competition there. They have, right? Sometimes they've right. fallen short plenty of times this year. But, 
you know, we do need to be better than that. This they are not winning this game by those metrics if 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 Louisville doesn't suck so bad. They they went to one, um, especially on the road like that. A um, couple things they had going for them is that you know the the crowd wasn't very enamored and they weren't very excited and I mean that helps and they stink. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, they they kind of stink, dude. Yeah, they're rebuilding. I mean, they're not good. I mean, they they they're rebuilding, and they you know, there's I've new heard coach, a lot of right? Fans, you know, talking about the coach and they want a new coach and stuff like that. But um, didn't they just I get that coach? Been, I don't know if he was interim or I don't know what the deal was, but I just know that there's certain teams that they give us they give us trouble. Teams with size, you know. Go on the road; they give us trouble. Yeah, Just it is what it is. I mean, Georgia Tech—that's why we lost to them. Boston College, why we lost to them. Um, and again, I'm back to your point. I don't think—I mean, winning on the road is not easy, especially in conference. Yeah. So, um, over at OrangeHoops.org, Kenny Payne is new this year, and I don't know who he is or where he's from, but. He's only been there this year, so anyway, who knows what happens with with them next year? But mm-hmm. um, you know, Louisville's a team that they're they're one of those schools, I should say, not team, but they're one of those schools that they could go into the transfer portal if they got a good coach. They can go to the transfer portal or whatever. They can recruit. Be right they back. have they have all yep. of the tools. That school has all the tools to to turn this thing around next year. You saw what they did with the football program. Remember a couple years ago, we we just spanked them in the dome, and then you know where they you know from that point to where they are now. I mean, pretty good. It's only been a couple years, so it takes a long time to turn a football program program around. They did it in a couple years, so. Yep. Um. Anyway. Coaching. Yeah. Uh. Let's keep going here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. At Saltine Warrior Four, undisciplined team shows again with blown leads. Has happened all year. Has happened all year, and the reason is we are on the outside looking in. That being said, playing our best ball at the time right now, just win, baby. Yeah, I mean, blowing leads is one thing. If you if you lose, it it's however. Um, if you're not losing, then it's okay. I mean. Sucks blowing a lead, but again, um, hold on, Joe. Joe was lost. There we go. We got Joe back. Thank God. Thank God Joe's back. Yo. Yo. Video. What were you saying? There he is. (laughs) I was just saying that I'm just not... I've never been along the lines of um, really that being a big metric as far as your differential of winning. I mean, I can understand it in certain sports, um, but this is a field of 68. You know, you should be able to look at the teams and look at people's records and what conferences they're in, and they should be able to figure it out. If you're talking about having to pick four four teams for a college football playoff and you want to bring in point differential near the end because it's you know a very slim margin, then I can understand that. But having a metric in college basketball where, you know, your point differential is 
that big of a deal in the net. I don't know. I just think I just look at wins and losses, you know, um, and I just I don't, I don't I don't get it. Like some things just don't. I don't like this NC State North Carolina thing. They just played yesterday. NC mm-hmm. State, they, you know, kept it close. I know that it's mm-hmm. in state rivalry and everything, but they lost by nine and they didn't move in the net. So, but then we go on the road and we win by six. And I look at it like, I guess, okay, I, I, I can understand if NC State, if they don't move that, but if they don't move, they stay the same place. Okay. Yeah, it's because you played a really tough, the tough team on the road. But if you win, you shouldn't be going backwards. Um, David, in the spaces, more frustrating. The net or Joe's texting habits? You know, I, I got to say, it's the net. Believe it or not, as bad as Joe's texting habits are, it's got to be the net. And it's not so much a habit, and I think I did use that word. It's not so much a habit. It's just that when you, when you send a joke to Joe via text, and then you get 20 questions about the joke, it's no longer a joke. Now it becomes, you know... A task? <laughs> it's like not funny anymore. No, you just ruined it. It's not funny anymore. It's not just a task, but it's like a text. Like you send a text to not have to, you know, go into detail about too much. It's just a quick thing. It's a right. meme. It's a meme. That's the funny. problem with text. Text has no context. Yes, it does. And if it's not, yes, if it it's does. Not a great, Joe sends me. If it's not me. a great joke. Look, look, If it's look, not a this, great joke. Oh, boy. This guy sends me a joke. Sends me a joke. And then I made then I made a comment, huh? A picture? It was a meme of somebody. It was the one. It was the one, and it was really it was really good. It was was. good. I think it was from Barstool Skews. Right. I sent it to you. Why don't you show them? I know. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe you can explain this whole thing. Because my whole thing is, if it's good enough joke, then I'd get it, and then you'd get you know the props for your joke. But Um, see if I can fit all this on here. Um, Okay. It's got the ACC teams all all broke down into um, basically goofy tiers ca- right? categories, right? And it's not all gonna fit on the um, on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. So there's I don't I don't know how to get that to fit because I can't scroll on it. But the first one's North Carolina. It says Final Four caliber. the The second two are Clemson and Wake Forest, and they're together. And it says could make a run. And then Virginia is defense. And then Syracuse is pretty good and pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> which is great, which is perfect, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, then, and then you've got and then you've got Pitt and NC State got swept by Syracuse. Uh, okay. And then you got Florida State, Boston College, Virginia Tech. Uh, can ruin your se- can ruin your season, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, Miami, you got injured, and then Georgia Tech, Notre Dame, not great but fun at times. And then you've got Louisville, which all it says is pain. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then Duke's last, uh, busy arresting court stormers. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Oh, it was really funny. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways. I and see David. Said, David gets he pulls us he pulls us down roads sometimes. He's got a, he's got a knack for said, that. What was the joke that you said? Well, because like, okay, however long later be, was a minute later. Oh well, well maybe not because you sent it when you. And by the way, if you send me a DM on Twitter, I don't get Twitter notifications because I don't care that much. But 
I do check if I got messages, you know, maybe once, twice a day. So anyway, I hadn't checked. Joe had to, Joe had to tip me off on, hey, man, go check. I sent you some stuff because one of them was that um, the net thing. Yeah, I sent you from, a couple things. From yeah. Stephen Van Pelt. Yeah. So um, Scott. Scott Van Pelt. And so um, anyway, we are... I, I had said, I said, did they really try to arrest this? No, you you said, did somebody get arrested? Yeah, well, it and says. This was hours it, after I sent to you, so I just, I was done thinking about it. Oh, oh. So then oh, all of a sudden, oh, I'm like, what? Yeah, I thought you, like, sent a text to a wrong person because I'm like, is something going down? I, like, looked outside to see if there's cops. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> there's cops on your dirt road. You'll know it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, what do you got on Facebook? I could continue on Twitter, but I've got I've got a couple more here. But what do you got? Anything? He doesn't even have it up. Uh, no, I have it up. Um, top fan Michael Delello. I think he's got a couple. Yeah, he does. Um, so I'll just kind of throw it all in as one. Um, as long as we avoid Virginia and Duke in the ACC tournament, we'll be okay. Uh, and then he says three charges called in this game. Uh, I can't time. remember. I'll take Virginia. Yeah, I think so too. But um, I just think that it's uh, traditionally, you know. Yeah, to Virginia's the they're they're not the they're not the they're not as I think. Like I said last episode, I think they're getting worse. I think they are getting worse. <laughs> well, and I got, last episode, last episode, I said that I would rather. I mean, I would wouldn't mind taking getting another shot at them. Um, yeah, absolutely. Go on. I'm so, sorry. Um, three charges called in this game. I can't remember the last charge called in one of our games this year. Anyways, fourth in the ACC, ninth in the ACC net, 82nd in the net. And then he gave a middle finger emoji to the net and then <laughs> said, and then he probably this morning, and we dropped two more spots in the net this morning. So, yeah. Doesn't make sense, man. No, it's frustrating. And I mean, I get it. I get it. That's how it works. I just think it's dumb. What are you oh, going to do? 100%. Um, okay. Um, you got another one? Go on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Owen and Hollis. I mean, both kind of similar, but, you know, solid win. They make me nervous like any Hughes team, but they're starting to show a lot more composure at the end of the game and not let it get out of their reach. Let's close out the season with a win against Clemson. Go Cuse and Hollis, the other the other comment, this team is tough, and they're definitely battle-tested. If they get in the dance, they'll be dangerous depending on the matchups. Keep digging, boys. So just, you know, a couple different you could comments, just kind of, you know, saying the same thing that, you know, validating that other fans are seeing that, that this team, um, they are battle-tested, and they are a lot more composed at the end of games. And, and even when they get out to big leads or if other teams get out to big leads um, and then they come back or vice versa, you know, they, they just show the composure to, to win some of these close games. Yeah, there's a couple, like a boss like at Boston College and at Georgia Tech ought to like to see a little bit better um obviously endings and finishes, but I mean well, the, you're always gonna have you're always gonna have a couple that you you know there's always gonna be Yeah, but how many really are there? That, show me a bubble team that didn't lose to somebody that isn't gonna be in the tournament. Yeah, and I just don't think there's that many where we were like, man, I'd really love to have that one back other than Georgia Tech did you say Georgia Tech in Boston College? Is that who you said? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, it's, I mean, they were both five point games, but you, they were both on the road. Yeah, you can so, you can throw you can throw. I mean Virginia, like you said. 
Um, and the other ones are all legit. I mean, maybe not Florida State, but. Yeah. It's not like last year, though, where you're looking down the whole slate and you're like, oh, well, man, we could have had that. Like, we're looking all the way back to non-conference stuff going, oh, well, Bryant, you know, that game's going to come back to haunt us. Uh, Colgate, Colgate, that game's going to come back to haunt us. Like, that's none of that this year. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's the one thing is is that you got a couple conference games, and I think everybody loses a couple conference games to teams that you probably are better than. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, Last couple of years, you could have pointed to what six, seven games that we that that's the reason why we're not going to make the tournament. That's the reason why we're not going to make the tournament. And now this year, when you're looking at it, I mean, okay, a loss at home to Florida State when we only lost two games at home, we're still fourth in the ACC. Like, that's going to be the game. That's going to be the game that kicks us out or a road loss I'm to like a Boston decent College. Boston College team, right? That's going to be the one. I just. This doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. We'll see. I think um, Tuesday is going to be huge. And then the tournament. I mean, historically, Syracuse has done piss poor in the ACC tournament. They've won two ACC tournament games, right? Three? Syracuse. Syracuse. Oh, yeah. I mean, traditionally, yeah, they're not great in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, they've won like three ACC tournament games. I know in the beginning it was kind of bad. I think that recently we've gotten a little bit better. You know, that COVID, when, when COVID came and erased the season, well, we, you yeah, know, we, we beat, beat North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about a couple couple years ago. I mean, who knows? Buddy Beheim doesn't. Well, that was last year, right? Yeah. Buddy Beheim, no, bef- Buddy, no, it was the year was, before. Oh, the year before. Yeah. A yeah. couple years ago. Um, he doesn't elbow that dude from Florida State and he gets to play in that Duke game. I mean, you don't know what happens there. You don't. Uh, the Jimmy you know. scored like thirty six points in that game. I mean, I don't know. You know, does Jimmy play like that? You know, I mean, he was determined. Like, I, I almost think that we played better because of what had happened. Like, it gave us a legit shot. I think we don't know, right? So we don't. It, right. It's one of those things. But Jimmy went right. off in that game. And last year was. I mean, we were primed to win. Buzzer beater of Wake Forest. I mean, yeah. Uh, that was, I mean, I think that we're. We're getting a little bit better as far as that goes. And I think that, um, you know, how we've been playing at the end of the year <clears throat> and where we are as far as, you know, in the the rankings as far as, I mean, I think that's, I don't know how, I, how many years back we can go before we're what, when was the last time that we were afforded? Did we, have we ever gotten a double buy? No. No. I don't believe so. Maybe the first year we were in with Tyler Ennis? I don't think so. I don't remember a double buy. Oh, we have to go all good. the way we back like to twenty five and zero. Yeah, but we had to go all the way back to two thousand fourteen. I mean, it wouldn't be hard <laughs> to look it up. Um, spaces, spaces, Dave. More likely to change and get better. The net. Joe's texting habits are standing and clapping. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. That's More tough. To Hold. Hold. The net ain't oh, getting I- better. The net is the net. It ain't getting better. It's either more likely to change. It's either you you scratch it and rebuild it, or it stays the way it is, and it's gonna still suck. Or or um or not or that's it. Those are your choices. And then uh, and then Joe Joe will never. This is tough. Man. His this reading comprehension is it's too subpar. 
admittedly. Oh, dude, I said and it my- wasn't my strong suit, you know what I mean? But when I got someone who texts me who uses zero punctuation. Oh, that's not <laughs> true at all. I'm awesome I with just, punctuation. Don't, don't go there with me. you full of shit. <laughs> I mean, dude, that, that's a tough question, Dave, because that's literally yes. <laughs> the standing and clapping's going nowhere. The net's well, going nowhere. Do. The is, only one look, that we have a deal. legit shot at is Joe's texting. That's it. And I don't even know, dude. I mean, you're literally saying who's more stubborn, the NCAA, me, or the, our fans? So, yeah, I mean, it you, might be me. You'd if be you the, harass you'd be, me. Yeah. If yeah. you harass me enough, then maybe exactly. I'll stop texting altogether, and then that would be changing, right? I don't know if that young grasshopper. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if um, if you not texting changes much at all, actually. So anyway, I mean, it would be a change in my habits. True. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, At let's just call him Robert. What the hell? You know, Um, let's just go with that. I'm guessing that's his name, so I'm sure yeah. That's fine. Well, you know the handle, like you know, everybody has their handle, and RL Scarborough fifty six. All right, how about that? Uh, free throws matter. Would have won by twenty plus. Would have liked to see Cuff a little bit more. He's very active. Uh, yeah, the free throws. Like I was saying in the beginning, you know, free free throws. Uh, if if we hit more of those, this game isn't. Maybe we don't. Maybe we only go down one spot in the net. We hit more free throws. You know? Mm. Could have saved us a spot there. Oh, if our differential would have been up to 10? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you hit like five maybe. more free throws and we're at 11 and, and winning by over 10, you know, clearing the, clearing the double digits, and then you only move down one spot. Well, and the other thing that doesn't make any sense on that, too, is, and I, I think I read it, I don't know if it was in a comment or somewhere, but... I mean, Georgia Tech moved up and took away one of our quad three losses. So, I mean, currently right now, we only have one loss between quad three and quad four. It was two before yesterday. So, Oh, who moved up? Georgia Tech. Okay, my bad. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we've even we even got, you know, a switch of got rid of a of a quad three loss and won the game on the road. And we still moved back two spots. So riddle me that. Interesting. I don't know. It's too much going on there. I don't know if I think you just broke the algorithm when you add in all of the other movement from other teams and changing the uh, quad records on stuff. It just doesn't make it. Like I said, realistically, when you and I'll keep bringing it up, and I've kept bringing it up since every single game since basically you know North Carolina. We've been tracking. You know, going into that North Carolina game six games ago, we were ninety first in the net. Yeah, we were ninety first. We've moved net, up nine and we are spots. Five, and we are five and six. And we've moved up. What? Where are we? Eighty four? Seven spots? No, eighty two. We were eighty four before we won on the road yesterday. And now we're eighty two. No, I'm sorry. You're right. We were eighty two. We went to eighty two. Went to eighty four. So it's like we're five of the last six. Six out of the last eight. And like I said, from those last six games, we've moved up from 91 to 84. And we've won four straight games. So it just is, and to even make it even a little bit different, I think when we lost to Georgia Tech, I think we jumped up to 87, right? 
So realistically, you can say, okay, we were 87 in the net after our loss at Georgia Tech. So we've won four straight games, and we've gone from 87 to 84. Just make it make sense. Up three spots. Four wins in a row. Yeah, it you know, and again, I mean, two of them were on the road, one to an NC State team that was you know, a quad one win until we lost. No, and, uh, it, was a tw- it was a quad one win until, until we won. they, they until lost, we, yeah. Until they lost. Yeah. And then we beat a pretty decent uh, Virginia Tech team that was still being talked about as far as tournament-wise um, at home. So it just, again, doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Um, well, look. Let's change gears, Joe. Syracuse with, with you know, they have all of the control right now um, going into uh, face Clemson this Tuesday. What, did I, what time did I say that game was? Ten, uh, 7 o'clock, I think. Yeah, it's 7. Um, so, two. yeah. All-time series right now is 9 and 6, and uh, Clemson holds that. And as we all remember, the last game there, org. Uh, 77 and 68 and Starling and Bell both with 16 points. And, you know, the final score was a little bit, that was one of those games where we kind of, um, we slipped down the stretch and failed to just close it out. But, um, like I said at the open and no one wants to play a, a Clemson team that's coming off of a loss especially a loss to Notre Dame and they're going to yep. be at home. It's going to be senior night. I just, um, I don't, I don't have a huge, uh, I don't have a great feeling about that, but you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe they're just losing it. Maybe they're just slipping. What are the chances? I don't know, but um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, this game was a 60 to 60 game with uh, three and a half minutes to go. Tie ball game last time he played. Oh, with th- okay. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. It was yeah. very close. It was back and forth. It was very close the whole game uh, in the Dome, and, and then um, they just pulled away at the end. It was just uh, kind of a slow roll. But um, Joe Girard, that was the, that was the, the game, game where he pretty much closed it out on the free throw line for the most part, and he had a, and he hit a three. I mean, um, you know. He was four, four or five from the three, so. Yeah. So I don't know what it looks like. This this week, um, when we head there, but I don't have a great feeling about it. And um, you know, I'm not saying that, that I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer or anything, but I, I just don't have a great feeling about it. I think um, Syracuse is going to have to will this one. This would be the biggest road win if they were able to pull it off. Be the biggest road win that they they've had obviously all season. And um, I think it, it would send a huge message, obviously, if Syracuse could could pull that off and and you'd be almost guaranteed to double by and we'll we'd see what happens in the in the tournament so uh with still some games to be played in the acc what do you think joe yeah i mean it's this this past game i mean really what it was was it it was all shots right um and we forced them into 21 turnovers but we only had eight but we shot the ball like crap um and they didn't right they shot you know, forty-three percent from the three-point line, almost sixty-one percent from the two-two-point line. While we shot forty percent from the two-point and thirty percent from the three-point. So, um, yeah, they their shooting percentage and them 
out rebounding us by 17 is what allowed them to uh, kind of overcome the 21 turnovers and, and the way that we turned them over in that game. And near the end, we just they just took care of the ball and hit shots, like you said, Joe Girard kind of you know finished it off. Uh, so yeah, I mean, kind of a lot of the same stuff. You know, I think that again we've been trending in the right direction, and I think that we've been playing better since we played them the first time. Um, you know, Clemson was only that second game after we lost Benny. Um, it was after that Louisville home game. So, um, and really since that loss, I mean, we've only lost one game since then. Uh, so, but yeah, PJ Hall, his senior night, Joe Girard being a senior, it's be interesting to see how he gets, you know, um, treated in that situation, in that environment after just being there for one year and doing it last year anyway at Syracuse. But, um, yeah, we just got to we got to keep playing like we've been playing, and we we know what what this means. We know these guys they listen. They know that we're still on the bubble and that they weren't talking about us. I will say that, and if you go to the ESPN Bubble Watch, we finally got put in to Lenardi as work left to do from the ACC. So we're at least have a seat at the table at this point, um, or at least a seat in uh, the waiting room waiting to see if we're going to get a seat at the table. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's really it. I mean, when they have Shefflin and Hall out there, they're big guys and that's why we got out rebounded last time. But I think that we've done a lot of things since losing Benny and, and, and getting a little bit better at that. And, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if we still did get out rebounded, but uh, I guess the big question is, is, is well, not even a question. We need to shoot better. If we shoot the percentages that we've been shooting and then we just come close, 75% of the turnovers that we, you know, forced last time, we only forced, you know, 14, 15 this time, but we shoot a better percentage. Um, then I think, I think we got this game, but again, um, Clemson is definitely tough and they just lost to a Notre Dame team. So, you know, they're going to be chomping at the bit and, um, you know, I guess the other question would be, are they going to overlook senior day knowing how big of a game, you know, the next Saturday is against Wake Forest as well? Because, I mean, what are they looking at? Are they look If you're looking at teams that are closer to being in the tournament, then that Syracuse Wake or that Wake Forest Clemson game is more important. But if you're looking at the standing to get a two to get a two uh, round two round by in the ACC tournament, then maybe that Syracuse team. So. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but all I know is from what I've seen from this team is that we're not going to go down without a fight. That's for sure. Yeah. And I mean, this team, that's what they've done all year is fight. They at least have that. I mean, for the most part, but yeah, we're going to have to hit shots. Obviously. I mean, contain Joe Girard and, um, I feel like we kind of got away with, you know, Hall didn't have a, a great game against us either. Did he? Uh, if I remember right, it was it was really who I was worried about for the most part was um, PJ Hall. So um, he only had fifteen, and um, I think that's well, that's well below his his average for the year. So he only um, had fifteen and ten. Yeah, I mean ten kills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean he's been three blocks. He's he's he had a lot of turnovers. Yeah, he's doing that and more. You know, pretty much every game. So. Um, look, I, I mean, I remain optimistic about it. 
Syracuse knows what they got to do. I think that's that's definitely that's definitely um, something that can motivate you if you know you you're going to be able to control your own destiny. If you go out there and you win, you know that's that's one that's advantage Syracuse. And like you said, Clemson still got another game, and it's Senior Day, and and it's not a slouch coming in on Senior Day either. Uh, I don't think Syracuse. Yeah, I don't think you can look past Syracuse if you're if you're anybody in the ACC. So, no. Um, and it, with it being Senior Day, a lot of times, you know, that does take a, away a little bit from the focus on the game. I think a little bit, but right. Being that it's Syracuse, you know, they'll be prepared and they'll be ready. It's going to be a battle. I hope I hope to keep it close and have a shot at the end and and not flounder the last three minutes of the game some some mistakes were made in the last three minutes of that game on um clock management and and falling too early and things like that too there was it was a sloppy ending for syracuse last game if it was if they managed that ending a little bit better who knows what would have happened they just wasn't managed well and they were gassed if i remember right they were just whooped yeah at that game so yeah i mean yeah and i think too like you said it's mismanagement and it's it's missing shots you know i mean we shot 13 more shots than Clemson did last time. Um, and we, we just missed a lot of them, and which is why the, the rebounding disparity was 17. Um, so I just think that we need to shoot a better percentage uh, and obviously worry about some guys, you know, don't let Joe get open, stuff like that, even though he's going to get his shots. But I just think athletically-wise and on defense-wise, I think we overwhelmed them a little bit because I think we are a more athletic team. I think that we can um, – you know, we can cause turnovers like we did the first time. Um, and I think that sometimes when you just have that type of athletic mismatch, and sometimes that's just hard to overcome. You know, so I do think that Clemson is going to turn the ball over, not as, maybe not 21 times, but they're going to turn the ball over enough for us to win this game. It's just what are we going to do with keeping them off the boards and what are we going to do with scoring ourselves is really, really what it comes down to. Yeah, and, you know, Joe's been known to have an off day. He hasn't had many off days this year, so maybe we can... Oh, Jared? Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm talking about you. You have off days all the time. It's okay. All the time, yes. So, um, anyways. Uh, well, I look, think that he's just had... He has older, more experienced players around him, and I think that you know the team with Clemson, having a guy like P.J. Hall, who they're talking about, is, could be the conference player of the year, like or at least is in the talking of it. Um you know, I think that, that that offense is just more set up for him to be successful versus the offense that Joe Girard has been in the past few years and having to be relied upon so heavily to do a lot of the stuff. Yeah, so, to um, be bringing the ball less, up and playing, you know. He's kind seems of, less forced this year. Yeah, he's but more. He's he's way open, more comfortable. He's hit him. Yeah. yeah, way more comfortable so. out there that, with Clemson and, and that group than he was with us, um, So, which is hard to say, but it's true. So, uh, look, that is going to do it for us. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. And uh, we'll be back here Wednesday, God willing. And um, we'll talk about it, win or loss, and see where we stack up in the tournament and go from there. So, uh, go Q's. See what happens Tuesday for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.